Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 156, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone, and day 156 is actually another mini landmark along our journey, because after today we'll have heard from all of our readers six times each. So that means we are three-fifths of the way through. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So Marvin, what did you get up to this weekend? Oh, not much Dave, you know, I just hung out. Oh, oh, I got a new CD, so yeah, I was listening to that. Okay, so what was that then? Oh, it's called Cow That's What I Call Music 2020. Yeah, it's all the biggest cow hits from the last year. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. So any favorite songs? Oh, yes, Dave. My favorite song is Dynamo by BTS. Oh, BTS? Yeah, it stands for Bovine Teen Squad. I see. Okay, Marvin. Well, it is getting harder and harder every week, but it is Monday. Oh, it sure is, Dave. So let's do this. Jingle, please. What have we heard the Bible say? Let's remember it's recap day. Okay, Marvin, here we go. Three, two, one, go. Creation, the fall, then Noah, and then the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Then Joseph brought the family down to Egypt, and 400 years later, then comes Moses. Ten plagues, Passover, then 40 years in the desert, oh, and ten commandments. Then come Joshua, and he takes them into the promised land. Then came the judges and Ruth's story. After that was the kings, so we had Saul first, and then David, and God promises David an eternal throne. Then Solomon, and he builds a temple in Jerusalem, but after him, the kingdom splits into Israel and Judah. Israel has bad kings who worship false gods, and Ahab's maybe the worst, and God sends Elijah and then Elisha to call them to repent, but they don't, and they fall to the Assyrians. Yeah, Judah, meanwhile, has some bad kings, but some good ones. Hezekiah is good, and so God rescues them from the Assyrians. But when they worship false gods too, God hands them over to the Babylonians. So Nebuchadnezzar takes Daniel and his friends and lots of others to Babylon. They keep following their god, and they get important jobs, and God rescues the three friends from the furnace when they won't worship a statue. And a few kings later, the Persians have taken over, and God rescues Daniel from the lion's den when he refuses to stop praying to God. Yeah, then last week we got to the story of Esther, an Israelite girl who becomes queen in Babylon. Good work, Dave. Thanks, Marv. And, well, let's get right to our reading. So last week, yes, we heard how Esther became queen. Yeah, I remember, Dave. Well, today we'll find out what happened next, and we're also going to meet someone who's a very important, but I'm afraid not a good character in Esther's story. Okay. Yeah, so who's reading today? Well, today it's our friend Winston. Oh, hi, Winston. Hello. Today we're going to read from the book of Esther. And we're going to read from chapter 2, verse 19, to chapter 3, verse 6. So we start at verse 19. The virgins were gathered together a second time. At that time, Mordecai was sitting at the palace gate. Esther had kept her family history a secret. She hadn't told anyone who her people were. Mordecai had told her not to. She continued to follow his directions. That's what she had always done when he was bringing her up. Bigthana and Teresh were two of the king's officers. They guarded the door of the royal palace. They became angry with King Xerxes, so they decided to kill him. They made their evil plans while Mordecai was sitting at the palace gate. So Mordecai found out about it and told Queen Esther. Then she reported it to the king. She told him that Mordecai had uncovered the plans against him. Some people checked Esther's report, and they found out it was true. 
So the two officials were put to death. Then poles were stuck through them. They were set up where people could see them. All of that was written in the official records. It was written down while the king was watching. And the second part of the story now is about Haman. After these events, King Xerxes honoured Haman. Haman was the son of Hamadatha. He was from the family line of Agag. The king gave Haman a higher position than he had before. He gave him a seat of honour. It was higher than the positions of any other nobles had. All the royal officials at the palace gate got down on their knees and they gave honour to Haman. That's because the king had commanded them to do it. But Mordecai refused to get down on his knees. He wouldn't give Haman any honour at all. The royal officials at the palace gate asked Mordecai a question. They said, why don't you obey the king's command? Day after day they spoke to him, but he still refused to obey. So they told Haman about it. They wanted to see whether he would let Mordecai get away with what he was doing. Mordecai had told them he was a Jew. Haman noticed that Mordecai wouldn't get down on his knees. He wouldn't give Haman any honor. So Haman was very angry. But he had found out who Mordecai's people were. So he didn't want to kill only Mordecai. He also looked for a way to destroy all Mordecai's people. They were Jews. He wanted to kill all of them everywhere in the kingdom of Xerxes. Thanks, Winston. Okay, Dave. Gosh, this guy, a man, sounds terrible. He wants to kill not just Mordecai, but all his people, all God's people. Yep, a man's heart is just full of hate and rage. So much hate and rage that it spills over so that it's not just directed at Mordecai, but his family and all his people. Ugh, yuck. Yep, you're right, Marvin. Our sinful hearts can be really ugly at times. It's the opposite of what God calls us to be. He calls us to love one another, to treat each other as we would like to be treated, to forgive each other, to not hold hate and bitterness in our hearts. Yeah, although that's hard sometimes, huh? Yeah, it sure can be, Marvin. If someone does something really horrible to us or to the people that we care about, it can be super hard not to hate them. And it's okay to hate what they've done. But we shouldn't let hate for the person fill up our hearts. Otherwise, we'll be just like a man. Oh, well, I for sure do not want to be like him. Exactly. Angry and bitter, the hate that he stored up in his heart did not make him happy. It made him miserable. You know, that's generally what sin does. You know, in Ephesians 4, Paul tells us to get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger. So today, boys and girls, have a think. Is there any bitterness or rage in your heart? Is there someone who has done something or who does things that make you really angry? Is there someone you need to forgive? Ask God to help you not to store up rage and bitterness inside you, but to forgive the people who wrong you. Ask God to help you be more like Jesus, who, even when his enemies nailed him to a cross, he prayed for them and asked God to forgive them for what they were doing. Sometimes it's incredibly hard, but we need to be more and more like Jesus and less and less like Haman. Okay, gosh, Dave, sometimes this Christian stuff isn't so easy, is it? Nope. Sometimes it's really, really hard. But it is worth it, Marvin. Following our God is worth our whole lives. Okay, gotcha, Dave. Okay, Marvin, we'll leave it there. But we'll be back again tomorrow to hear what happens next in Esther's story. Okay, yeah, looking forward to it, Dave. Okay, bye, everyone. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh.